being an expert on general automotive knowledge, what would the correct ignition timing be on a 1955 Bel Air Chevrolet with a 327 cubic inch engine and a full barrel carburetor? It is a trick question. Watch this. The Chevy didn't make a 327 in 55. The 327 didn't come out till 62. And it wasn't offered in the Bel Air with a four barrel carb till 64. However, in 1964, the correct ignition timing will be four degrees before top dead center. Get ready for another hour of Drive Radio, brought to you by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Got a question for the experts? Then give them a call, 303-477-5600. Now it's time to pop the hood and get our hands dirty. Drive Radio on KLZ 560, The Source. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Hour number two is upon us. As I said a moment ago, Matt Spurlock joining us now. And we've got a very, uh, I guess you could say a very special... Uh, a new, I should say Matt, probably is the best way for me to say it, a new way, a special way of doing oil analysis, which, by the way, we've talked about on this program many, many times. Matt, we, you know, we're a believer in if you really want to know what's, what, with what's going on with your engine in your vehicle, an oil analysis is really the best way to do it. Talk about, though, uh, Z-Engine and what you guys have going on there and what makes this different, Matt. All right, great. Well, first off, thank you for having me on the air, and uh, we're going to go ahead and pronounce that as Zengen. Zengen, okay, Zengen. Thank you. No, for the uh, ultimate peace of mind for your for your engine. So, yes, oil analysis has been around for a, for a very long time, eighty or so years. It got it started in the railroad world. Uh, I've been involved in it for the past thirty years. I got my start uh, in oil analysis when I was a mechanic in the United States Marine Corps. Yeah, because and to your I, point, Matt, a lot of fleets. I mean, I, in my fleet, I've used this on many, you know, many occasions, and it's what we in the fleet world, you know, we really do that to determine where are we at with you know certain engines, longevity of, and so on, and that's what we use, right? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. So we decided to, to figure out how to bring it to the consumer market. And with the advent of, of Amazon and how easy it is to, to basically do e-commerce these days, I mean, people set up their own accounts, and, and that's what has allowed us to be able to bring this to the consumer market is being allowed to let the consumer set up their, their own account. So they log on, they set up the account, they order the kit, and we have three different ways in which the consumer can actually pull this sample out of their engine. One of them is a vacuum bottle, so they just put the tube right down the dipstick and attach it to the bottle and turn the valve on the bottle, and it, it just automatically evacs the oil right into the bottle. Nice. So you don't have to do this during an oil change, is your point? Absolutely Which typically not. in the past, that's what we've always had to do. Yeah, you've done a, you've always a done a sample there. when you're doing an oil change, typically. Right, and, and, and the biggest problem with that is the, the, the story is generally, you know, the, the story that the oil is trying to tell is all, all the way down in the bottom of the oil pan. So you, you, pull that, you pull that drain plug and all the story has been told. And if you're trying to figure out the, the health of the oil to figure out if you can leave it in there longer, well, if you're doing it from an oil drain at that interval, then, then there's no point in leaving it. <laughs> it's impossible to leave it in there longer. True. So by going down through the dipstick, then, then you can determine, okay, what is the current state of everything as it is today, and can I let this stuff Good sit point. there longer? Great point. 
Great point. So, so in other words, for folks listening, let's say that, and we know kind of the, not kind of, the old 3,000-mile, you know, three-month oil change, for the most part, we talk about that a ton on this show, Matt, is really a thing of the past. You don't need to do that any longer. Most, you know, modern, you know, modern engines with modern, you know, full synthetic oil, you know, you can go minimum of 5,000 miles on most engines. There's a few exceptions to that, which we talk about on this program pretty regularly. But let's say, for example, you want to know for sure you can do that. If you wanted to do a sample at, say, 3,000 miles, you get your kit, you pull a sample, you see where it's at, and decide if you want to leave it in another 1,000 or two, correct? Absolutely, absolutely. And and the biggest argument that people have had about this in the past, or the consumers have had about this in the past, is that, well, it's just as cheap to change my oil. And to an extent, they might be right if they're just using a mineral. It used to be that fire. way, but it's not that way anymore with full synthetic and high-quality filters, Matt. Some of those oil changes are 100 bucks or more. That is, that is exactly the point that I was getting ready to say. So you are exactly right. Plus, an oil change tells you nothing about the internal condition of your actual engine. An oil change doesn't tell you you have a bearing problem or a, Correct. a, 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 a ring problem or, or any of those things that oil analysis can quickly and easily tell you. Correct. All right, so your kit roughly, was it 40 bucks or so? If you go buy the thing pretty much anywhere, it's 40 bucks. 40 bucks. 40 and that bucks includes and- everything. You're getting the kit. That includes getting it back to you guys and getting the analysis, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. It's got the it's got the vacuum bottle, the syringe in case there's a vacuum bottle failure. Yeah, we 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 provide plastic bags so that the consumer can send everything back to us. They don't have to be worried about throwing away oily anything. We'll take care of that. Postage is included. Standard postage is included. So, if, you know, we've got the option to uh FedEx or or overnight if the consumer wants uh so, so that's at an additional cost. The standard postage is included, everything to send it out and back to us. Yeah, for those of you listening, by the way, and it's written all over the box, of course, but don't throw the box away, right? Matt? In fact, keep that box nice and pristine and clean because that's what it's going back in, right? Yes, keep the box clean. And, and one thing that we are seeing a lot of consumers forget is to actually – register this sample so you you go online and you order the kit once you get the kit then you actually have to register that oil sample and register that vehicle because if it comes otherwise you don't know where it came from right yeah that that's exactly right exactly right i I can see it happening it happens i can see it happening too everybody gets excited they get the kit they open it up they get all their stuff in it they plop it back in they send it off to you and you're like oh where'd this come from yeah right right so we have to we have to do some uh, hunting on, on our end to, to track down, because the tracking number's still in the box. So we, we, we can figure it out. It's just going to take a lot longer. Right. And, and I've got a kit. I will be doing this, and I apologize. I was trying to get all this done prior to you guys coming on air, but with the holidays, and then we had, I do snow removal on my other, I wear my other hat. It's snow removal, and we've had some snow and so on. So I got a little bit behind on that end of it, but I will get mine into you guys. What does, you know, walk us through, because a lot of folks listening right now is, are going to want to know this. What comes in the report? Okay, so the report itself, we've, we've made it very, very consumer-friendly. So you'll have the raw data of every test parameter that, that we run. Some people, they, they want to see that data, so we put it on there. Uh, we've also got what we call a Zingen score, which is just a, a mathematical scoring system that we created to allow the consumer to understand very easily what the overall condition. So 
Uh, a perfect score of 10 means that you've reached what we call Zinjin Nirvana, where everything is fine. Okay. Anything below a 10 means that we found something, and we're going to identify you, to you what we found and then give, give the consumer an idea of what it might be and what they might want to do moving forward to remedy the problem. If it's really severe, of course, we will tell them that they need to go and, and, and speak with their, their certified mechanic to, to get more guidance. Okay. Gas, diesel, make any difference? It, it, it doesn't matter. We are, we are fuel agnostic. We just want to know what type of fuel. So we get that by the consumer just plugging in their VIN number. The, we've got a, a VIN lookup service that, that fills in all the appropriate information that, that we need. So this will work on gas or diesel. So, and by that VIN, you know at that point even, you know, year and some options and what engine's in it and so on. You're, you're gaining all of that right off the VIN number itself, right? Absolutely. And it's absolutely important that, 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 that we understand this and it's all correctly because a Honda Accord four-cylinder is going to have different wear parameters than a Honda Accord six-cylinder or, a, or a, a Chevy Silverado with a V8. Makes total sense. And, folks, I'm looking at an, a sample of one of the um, uh, tests that you guys would actually – and, by the way, this is all online, so everybody listening, please, this is easy. It's not that you're going to wait and have a sample come back in the mail and things like that, Matt. You're registering it, and I'm assuming from that point on, everything – I guarantee you, you guys are sending alerts, hey, your sample's ready, go view it, blah, blah, blah. Am I correct? Absolutely, absolutely. So – uh, the, the, the end user gets to really track their sample through the whole process. We let them know that the, uh, that the kit has been shipped out. We also let the consumer know that the kit or that the sample has been received at the laboratory, back at the laboratory. And then when it's all complete, they get a notification stating that it's complete. Please log in. And then they can log back into their portal and, and see their, their report. And if they've got multiple cars, uh, the, they can see all of their cars all lined up and in, in, in the latest data. I just got a text real quick. I just got a text message in where they're asking, is it oil only or can you do other fluids as well, i.e. transmission? Now, that, that's a great question. As we've rolled out the Zingen program, the Zingen program is reserved for engine oils only. Uh, we can do transmission fluids in the lab. We just don't ha- currently have that as part of the these engine program itself. And I'm guessing because of a lot of these sealed units, that's going to be a little tougher to do as we move forward, even because, let's face it, the OEM doesn't even, you know, they, they consider these things to be maintenance-free, even though we know they are not, but they're they're plugging these things up where it's even tough to get the fluid out of them. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it kills me when they say that the fluid is good for the life of the transmission, and I argue it's the other way around. Uh, thank you, Matt. You're, 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 you are right in line with what we say on a routine basis, so thanks. So I have a question for you, Matt. Um, so what's the turnaround time? So I, I was thinking that in my in my in my world of shops, I have a customer who's buying a new car. So Steve's a shop owner, Matt, uh, yeah. real quick, by the way, just so you know. So Steve owns Geno's. It's a shop we have locally here in town. We've got these guys that come on with me on a routine basis. So in the in the shop world, that's a great question, Steve. Go so ahead. I, I was thinking a customer wants to buy a new car or a new car used, to them, new used, used car. car. And so I'd love to take a sample and send it off. But before they sign the bottom line, I'm sure they could put something in their contract to based on results from you what is it a two three day type turnaround four day is it better yeah, than a pcr so, test i guess yeah. faster, <laughs> faster than a pcr good test good question <laughs> that, that's a great question i just 
I just had to get one of those <laughs> yesterday, and that was the most uncomfortable experience I've ever had. Yeah. But uh, that, that, that's beside the point. So, so the process works is especially if you're a dealer and you're, you're and you're selling cars, you've got a fleet of cars. You might, you know, you might have a, a set of these on the shelf, so you don't have to wait for you know to order the kit okay. and, and and have it coming to you. So what what I would consider doing is if it's a, a, a car buyer situation and this deal counts on it, I would FedEx it so there, there's mm-hmm. ne- next day mm-hmm. to get the sample over to us. Uh, and then after that, it's going to, as long as it's pre-registered, uh, you know, ahead of time and everything goes smoothly, about two days, possibly three days, okay. and this is all business days, uh, later, then you should be getting a notification stating that, that everything is completed. If it needs to be done quicker, then we can make arrangements to rush that sample through the It's a the great problem. idea you've got, Steve, though. No, this would be I, one of those I, things I, to do prior to... Yeah, now, I think that's question great. I have, though, and I probably already know the answer, but in a lot of cases, you've got a used car, somebody's looking at buying it, and unless they're buying it from a home, you know, a, a regular owner, Matt, they're typically buying this from, you know, a dealer or a used car person, it's probably put new fresh oil in it will you get any results if that's just happened didn't think about that we will okay so that that's an excellent question because uh we and and it's something that we have discussed internally because we're 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 gonna get some shady shady you know uh uh, shop owners uh you know that, that are really trying to protect themselves so if the previous used oil or if the engine itself was really in poor condition and there's a lot of wear debris, uh, maybe some coolant or fuel contamination, and they, they drain that oil and just simply top it off with new oil, there, there is a chance that we can still see a problem. Okay. Because when you drain that oil, I mean, we're all car people here. Right. We've all, pulled, we've all had a car up in the air and pulled the oil pan off how and then we've left we've gone home had dinner had a few drinks come back the next day and there's still oil dripping still dripping out that's right no you're very right that's true so when these if these if these shady shops decide to do this where they just simply drain the old oil add new oil and then try to sample what's going to happen is as much as is 20 percent of the volume of that engine is still going to be held back in residual so if all they do is fill it up and then sample, uh, yeah, it's going to be difficult to get data, but we still might be able to see some anomalies. Whether or not they're high enough to cause an alarm, that's a whole different story. If they fire it up and let it run, then they're mixing that new oil with that yep. 20 to 25% of, yep. of residual oil. Makes sense. Then we might be able to see a problem at, at that point. So. We do understand that there, you know, and, and hopefully your listeners understand that there are going to be some some shady situations out there, uh, and and we can we can only provide information based off of the quality of the sample taken. Makes so we, we will do our best to, uh, uh, to to find the problems, but there's always somebody yep. out there that tries to find. Makes a way sense. Around. No, it makes total sense. But no, that's 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 good good advice. Good, yeah, no, that, good no, no, that's I mean, that's you're, uh, you're 100 right miles on that old oil. But that's why when they say you change oil, it takes 5.5 quarts, but dry is maybe six quarts. Right. So that's where you're there's still some of that left in the end. Left no, over no, no that's so. that's great. Uh, th- so guys, listening, please. We've talked about this in the past, by the way, when it comes to to samples. And Matt, you know this as well as I. Typically, to get samples, you've either got to be you've got to be a fleet or know somebody at a fleet or you know, you got to know somebody at one of the labs or you got to know somebody at the oil company that'll take your sample. You know, Napa at one time was doing some of this. It was sort of hit and miss. There really isn't any good solid 
you know, tool like this, to my knowledge, on the market. Am I saying that right? Am I, am I speculating correctly? No, no, you are absolutely right. Um, I mean, there are some laboratories that, that, that offer, uh, you know, that, that, that will do, I mean, they will do any, any engine sample that comes in the door, but we specifically designed this process for the consumer market. Uh, we've got YouTube videos out there uh, uh, that actually show step-by-step how to, uh, how to actually pull a sample off of three ways. And, well, okay. of course, one of those ways is through an oil drain, but the other one is with that vacuum bottle. The other is with a vacuum syringe. So we've created tools that the consumer can go out and look at. The instructions have QR codes that will take them right to those uh, how-to videos. Got it. And, and again, I know just from history on, you know, doing some of these as a fleet that your your price, uh, you know, what you guys are charging for this isn't far, you know, really, it's right in line with what somebody's going to go pay even at a fleet. Because you're 30 to 40 bucks typically across the board, and that doesn't include getting things mailed up. Typically, there's like a $30 lab charge, and you're still getting either that unit to you and back to the lab. You've got those costs, so you're right in line. Right, right, right. And and we 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 spent uh, we spent a lot of a lot of time and a lot of effort in, in, in marketing and in, in determining what the right customer base was and, and what the what the right price point was what we felt the consumer market would stomach for this. Other question I have for you is knowing that I've had some of these samples done in the past on a fleet. Do you give more detail on your results than what you're typically getting out of a regular lab and or are they easier to read with what you guys give the consumer? Because I'll tell you right now that, you know, reading some of the lab results in the past on my own, I know what they say, but handing that to a customer, they wouldn't have the thought. It'd be like a monkey reading a roadmap. No, that, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you asked that. So I've, I've been in this business for 30 years and I've evaluated, um, I, I I think, I think I've evaluated well over a million samples in, in, wow. in my career. Wow. And, and, you know, when we're in a lab, we're very technical in nature. It's, it's what we do, and our customers are very technical in nature. But with the consumer, they're, they're not, and they don't need to be. They don't, they don't want to have conversations around the molecular structure of a hydrocarbon versus a, a, a polymerized <laughs> right. synthetic molecule, Right. Right. So we, we purposely, I, I, I sat in the conference room, uh, and this is a little bit of story time here, with, uh, with our lab manager, and we started writing out comments, how we thought these comment structures would, you know, should work. And then we, we brought in, we brought in a, a, uh, a young lady and had her look at these and said, what did these say to you? And if she couldn't tell us, explain to us what they meant to her then they were too technical so we rewrote them perfect Great. so so we we've got all of these to where if somebody wants a more technical approach they can go online to the engine site and and read a little bit more technical uh information about all the testing or they can email me and i will talk tech all day long <laughs> um but we've made it to where the average Joe that has no technical knowledge around oil analysis or even really engines can read the report and understand what's going on. Matt, I, I got a few more questions, but I got to take a break. <laughs> can you can you hang tight? Can you do another segment with us? 
Sure, absolutely. I would love to do that. Hang tight, guys. And by the way, I did get an answer back. Josh from Legacy Automotive up in Boulder, who went to one of the big, long EV classes, and I asked him about that Tesla with a bad sell and would it render the vehicle inoperable. The answer is I was correct. Yes, it does. Because it's constantly looking for imbalances in the battery pack. If it sees that, turns on a check engine light, puts it in a limp mode, and you're done. The car's not going anywhere unless you tow it someplace because you're just going to be limping to wherever that next stop is. So I was correct in what I said because I thought I heard that correctly. That car essentially with that one bad cell out of the thousands that are there is inoperable at that point. So we'll be right back. Talk to Matt a little more. I've got a few more questions for him. By the way, if you got a question for Matt specifically, send me a text message. We'll get it answered on air, 307-200-8222. Otherwise, we'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. It's the new year, and Geno's Auto Service in Littleton would like to thank all of their great customers for the continued patronage and support over the past 38 years. Start the new year with savings on all of Geno's premium Napa Auto batteries. Stop in for a free battery check. The team at Geno's are big believers in catching problems before they start. Take advantage of their free multi-point inspection. They'll evaluate your vehicle, looking at your fluid levels, belts, hoses, and filters. And remember, any maintenance or repair work on your vehicle comes with a Napa Peace of Mind warranty, covering parts and labor for 36 months or 36,000 miles. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick it up when ready. They're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon in Littleton. Take advantage of Geno's free battery check this month. Stop in or visit them online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change BG. comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage. And something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. Do you know what to do in a traffic stop? Kevin Flesh would like to give you a few tips to help keep you and your passengers safe. If you are being pulled over for a traffic violation, slow down and put on your hazards. Find a well-lit location that is out of the lane of traffic. Keep your hands on the wheel where the officer can see them and be polite. Don't say anything and don't give any information that is asked. If you feel it's necessary, record the traffic stop, and then if you need any legal help, call Kevin Flesh at Flesh Law Firm. Kevin is our legal eagle and is an expert in traffic altercations and accidents. So put this number into your phone, 303-806-8886. You can also find Kevin online at fleshlawfirm.com. Kevin Flesh, Flesh Law Firm, and proud sponsor of Drive Radio. Napa a Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how.
All right, we're back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Steve Horvath, Geno's Auto Service in Littleton with me today as well. Uh, we, By the way, if you want a question, for, if you have a question for Matt, please let me know. 307-200-8222. And I've had several uh, text messages already, Matt, and it's Zengen. So it's Zengen. What's the exact website, Matt, folks need to go to? Sure, the website is zengenscore.com. Okay. So zenginscore.com. By the way, uh, producer Ann is already asking me things. We'll have this stuff up on our website. And, uh, Matt, I'd love to even get with you maybe after the show, maybe this week or something, and talk about how you could be more involved with what we do here. I think you've got a great market here, you know, great product that would fit our market very well, and would love to chat with you on how we could get some more of this out into our market here. One question I have real quick, i got several, but one is what if there's a fleet listing that's not – a true fleet like me, where I've got my own shop and technicians and so on, but maybe they're a fleet of 10 and somebody else does their work for them and maybe they do a little bit of work themselves. So maybe they do oil changes, but then they take it for other heavier work in different places, but they've got 10 vehicles. Is there a way for them to do all 10 at once with a little less cost or is it just 10 times the 39 bucks? Um, well, that's a, that's a good question. As, as things stand today, they can, uh, you know, it would be, as we've got it set up today, directly ordering online, it would be 10 times the, the, the $40. Okay. So they would go, they could go online, they could order 10 kits, um, and, and, and then they would just automatically show up. Um, however, if they're looking at doing something larger than that, because, you know, they're, they're, they're not going to do those 10 oil samples every every month no it's just not how we do our, no, our auto they're not you're right uh, or, or, or fleets right so it's it's still cheap insurance because we you can justify that by simply asking what's the cost of failure in today's world seven to ten grand yeah exactly exactly but but if you're if you've got a fleet of say rental units that, that are that are going out uh or your uh, uh potentially uh, selling this product out to to others, then then it becomes a different story. Okay. Right? All right. Perfect. Okay. That's this is this is great info. And again, I think you and I can talk a little later about how maybe even to do some of this in our market here. Because again, I've already got text messages, folks coming in already asking about the product. I'm sure we'll sell some off of today's program for you because that's what this is great insurance. To your point a moment ago. All right. I've got a question. I know Steve does as well. When somebody gets the results back, one of the things I'm sure folks are always going to ask is, can you tell if it's got regular oil or full synthetic based upon the results? What we can tell is if we have a new oil sample, if we have a reference sample for the product, we can tell you if it matches the reference for that product. Okay. Okay. Now, this is based off of the standard Zingen test plate that we've got built for consumers. Most people that ask the question of can you tell if it's mineral oil or synthetic, they're really a step above the, the average consumer. So can we do that? Yes, we can run additional testing called FTIR. We, we can look at that infrared spectrum and, and look at that and help determine whether or not it is more of a, a synthetic molecular structure or of a mineral oil molecular structure. Okay, makes sense. Okay, okay. I know you have a question too, Steve. Oh, I, mostly about, you know, John was talking about being able to understand all the, the numbers and that kind of stuff. I don't understand it. So this Zen, uh, the, the, the your report, your report, 
uh, so it's a one to ten scale or zero to ten. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, what are we going to know? So we have. I'm thinking from a customer standpoint. I get something that comes in like at a five. Is that like? Am I going to tell this customer you got a five? I would not buy this car, or I would. I would. Is that? Or we've got things we need to look at if it's your current car and you're driving yeah. it. We've got things we better check out. Um, so well, we're we're going to go beyond just a number. Okay, okay? we're going to tell you why it's that number. Uh, I mean, if it's a five, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that the whole thing is falling apart. First off, a five is going to come back in a, in what we would determine as a critical status. Okay, something is there's a lot of stuff going on. Now, the thing is, is that if if a lot of stuff going on is predominantly engine wear, then then maybe maybe we're going to tell them, well, yeah, this is probably not the car. We need to wholesale this or or, or something. Okay. But if we can attribute the where to something else maybe the fluid condition looks just trashed mm-hmm. or it's got a a fuel leak that has diluted the viscosity so the oil should be removed out of there and like we've got an injector problem which could have caused the excessive wear well if we can simply fix all of that fix that injector problem flush out that engine oil run that car for a few more miles at, with with new fresh oil then we can determine if there's truly something wrong with that vehicle's engine or if it was just attributed to that injector problem. Okay. Um, Good to know. Yeah. So, and, you know, the other thing I we have lately, well, this is just something we've been dealing with over the last few years, is, is more of head gasket issues mm-hmm. and determining those. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a challenge. But so your sample could probably pick up the amount of antifreeze and that kind of stuff if we're getting something in there. Yes. Yeah, so, so telltale signs of coolant in an oil is the presence of sodium and potassium. Okay. So if, if we see uh, sodium and potassium in an oil, that's generally not used as an additive for anything else mm. in an, an engine. So we can pick up the presence of that sodium and potassium and identify that coolant leak likely before a mechanic will be able to troubleshoot it and find it. So we can pressure test that coolant system all day long and see no change, Uh, whereas we're seeing the presence of sodium and potassium. Good point. No, no, we've chased our tails. money on down the road. That's huge. We've chased our tails on we suspect a a head gasket issue, but we've got no proof. You know, Here many, you many times. And, right. and and how do we, you know, and, and, and something like that is, is worth the $40. Yeah, all day long. And, 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 and in my past life, prior to prior to helping build this engine program, I, I've done precisely that for several friends where where the, the uh, maintenance shop thought, sure, there was a head gasket problem, couldn't prove it. So my friend that, you know, that was the customer brought brought her SUV to me. I pulled the sample, ran it through the laboratory that I was working with at the time. Sure enough, it was a it was, it was a head gasket problem, and she was able to take it back with the report and say, uh, "Yes, uh, we'll go ahead and spend this money." Well, and that's the last thing you want to do. You don't want to spend some a customer's money on on a guess, you know. I mean, right. and, and you're you're eighty ninety percent, but boy, you'd really like to be a hundred when you're taking that head off and spending that kind right, of money. Exactly. No, this is great. What what other, I guess, you know, kind of in closing, Matt, when, you know, again, in today's world and the way, just so you know, the way we handle, you know, oil change, you know, time questions on this program is it depends. And, <laughs> and what we always say is depends on you, the driver, 
where you're driving, how you're driving, what you're driving, what engine is in what you're driving. Are you running full synthetic or not? Are you running a full high quality, you know, premium oil filter or not? I mean, there's a lot of questions that we ask and just like a provider would or should. That's my problem with quick lubes is they don't do anything of what I just said a moment ago. But to me, there really isn't a standard answer anymore on how often you should change oil. And to your point, you're now giving people the tools to know exactly when they should be changing it. Yes, exactly. And to, to put things in perspective and to show you how much I believe in this product, uh, I've got a, a 2014 Honda Accord that I use as my daily driver, and I'm, I'm coming up on 10,000 miles on the same oil. Um, and that's because I'm sampling it, and I know exactly what's in it and, and what it's doing. Um, and I've got that much confidence in the, the data. See, our, our goal here is to end up making the Zingen score as important to consumers as the Carfax report. Yeah. Because it's important to know yep. that if the car has been in a wreck or not, but it's also equally as important to yep. know if the car has a yep. history of Zingen scores of fives yep. and sixes. And by the way, all of you listening, the other thing I would be doing if it were me, if you're somebody looking to sell a vehicle, if it were me, just to add value to the sale, I would be doing this prior to that oil change that you may be doing prior to selling the vehicle and having this this done, having this analysis done, being able to show this to somebody you're selling the vehicle to. To me, Matt, that's huge. Better than having the uh, all your receipts. You exactly. Know? Way Jesus. better because yeah. this is proof. Yeah. You figure if you can... If you have a, a, a $40 oil sample, or let's say that you've done it previously, so you, you've invested $80 total in oil samples, and you can slap on a for sale sign and sell that car for two to three to $4,000 more yeah. than other people do with like cars because you've got scientific data, that, that's a pretty good return on your $80 investment. I agree. This is good. Matt, again, I'd love to have you back. This is fabulous. We'll talk again because I think there's lots of things that, you know, you and us together could do. I, you know, this is right up the alley of our listeners. We've got everybody from do-it-yourselfers to shops to you name it, the listeners program. We cover about four states with our signal, and this is fabulous, sir. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. Matt, I appreciate it. We'll be in touch, and uh, have a great 2022, sir. Great. You too. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. With that, we got to take a break. I know we're behind, Charlie. We'll do that right now. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Hello, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with Ken's and Leslie distributing your local BG Products distributor. Back again this week with your BG Tech Tip. This week, we're going to take a look at brake fluid. Understanding when to change a brake fluid can be very confusing. Some manufacturers included in the recommended maintenance schedule as early as 20,000 miles, and other manufacturers completely leave it off the maintenance schedule altogether. So, why would you need to change a brake fluid at all, and how are you supposed to know when to do it? Brake fluid is hygroscopic, which means it attracts and entrains water. As your brake fluid attracts water, it can become corrosive, causing wear on brake system components. Additionally, the entrained moisture will cause a reduction in the boiling point of the brake fluid and thus decrease the effectiveness in hard stops. To know when to exchange your fluid, your technician can perform a simple test to identify the amount of copper content in the brake fluid. Many of the lines and components in the brake system contain copper, so the presence of copper in the fluid is a relative indicator of the corrosiveness of the fluid. As with any fluid in your car, the best time to change the fluid 
is before it fails. At BG, we recommend exchanging the brake fluid in your car at least every 30,000 miles or whenever the copper content indicates a severely corrosive nature of the fluid. Thanks again, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with BG. We'll talk to you again next week. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. We all know the chip can be fixed, but who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972 and it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology. Backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company, while other glass repair services offer limited warranties, or worse, none at all. You can trust the original Novus Pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield. Find a Novus location near you by going to our website, drive-radio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass, a proud sponsor of Drive Radio. Increase comfortability in your home with a UV air purifying system from Absolute. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air offers dynamic air solutions you won't find at most HVAC companies. Unfortunately, not all air purification products deliver on their promises. Before selecting a product, the team at Absolute personally met with the scientists who developed the technology, installing systems in their own homes to make sure they really work. The science makes sense. Your ultraviolet purifier attaches to your furnace, killing particles like dust, mold, and even most viruses at the source before the air blows through your vents into the rest of your house. One small unit purifies the air throughout your home, eliminating odors. Call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air today for an air purifier that works. 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, Classic car insurance is not created equal. Some insurance companies won't offer you insurance at all, and if they do, it's most likely not the right coverage. If you have an accident or theft, do you know if your current company will cover your classic or modern hot rod for its total value? Do you know that some companies put limits on how many miles you can drive in a given year? Paul Lewinberger has been selling insurance for the past 18 years and knows the ins and outs of the insurance industry. American National Insurance has a division called Chrome Insurance that is specifically tailored toward people like you. Chrome stands for classic antique or modern classic, hot rod or street rod, replica or kit car, original unrestored, modified or custom, exotic, rare or unique, and in excess of $100,000 in appraised value. Don't insure your special car with anyone else. Get the best coverage at the best price by calling Paul today, 303-662-0789, or find him on our website, drive-radio.com. That's drive-radio.com. Instead of supporting large corporate interests this year with your meat purchasing power, resolve to get your meats at ranchfreshmeats.com. Meat purchases at retail stores represent the largest dollar amount spent by consumers for food. Retailers want and need your meat purchase dollars because it drives their total sales and total profits. And yet, if you continue to buy your meat at national publicly owned companies, you are supporting their shareholders and their corporate values. Just what are their values anyway? Wouldn't you rather support a local family-owned meat company that is committed to standards and values that align with yours? 
RanchFreshMeats.com is locally owned by a Colorado Christian native farmer. They personally know many of the families they source their products from. Instead of supporting large corporate interests this year with your meat purchasing power, resolve to get your meats at RanchFreshMeats.com. Get reconnected to your food and where it comes from. Shop at RanchFreshMeats.com. All right, we're back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Steve Horvath, Geno's Auto Service in Littleton. Charlie Grimes, your engineer. Larry Unger, also answering phones. Uh, Lines are open, by the way. Give us a call. Any questions you've got, we'll do our best to answer those. 303-477-5600. The last guest we had on was uh, Mr. Spurlock, Matt. And it's ZengineScore.com. So it starts with a Z, and then it's just EngineScore.com. So ZengineScore.com. Dot com. We will put this up on Drive Radio. I know Ann's already working on getting that done for you. And then uh, Steve and I were talking during the break. I'll do my best to either get Matt back on or even figure out how we could maybe partner up with Matt and even have these available here you know, locally, have our shops have them to where if you want to have one of these done and you don't want to dink around with pulling the sample, we'll get it done for you instead. And there's lots of things we can – Trust me, Steve and I's <laughs> brains were rolling as to, you know, how can we do this and make this an added value to all of you listening as well? Because a lot of you aren't going to want to mess with this, but having a report back on how things are going with your engine. And, and, you know, we should talk about that for just a moment because I wasn't wrong in what I said a moment. In fact, I probably was a little bit under what the cost of doing an engine is depending upon what oh. you're driving. There's very few engines you can do for five grand anymore. Most are seven to seventy five hundred, and some are even above ten thousand to replace. Yeah, ten or twelve. Yeah, I'm not exaggerating, folks. It has gone up that much. And the other thing I will tell you right now that's happening as well, just this is firsthand experience, is getting an engine replaced is anywhere from a four to six week process right now. Am I right, Steve? Yeah. So we've been running into that too, where we we had an engine or a car that was kind of on the cusp whether we should put head gaskets in or just put another engine in. Right. I had a lot of miles on it. But that entered into our decision because we could turn that around in a week. Versus six weeks on an engine or so. Weeks. So now we have another issue in there. The other thing I thought about is if we could invest in that company. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Great idea. I mean, this, guy's got, this guy has got it going. So, John and Cheyenne, you're next, sir. Hey, first of all, I remember having to do that when I was a mechanic in the Army. There you go. We never changed the we never changed oil without them telling us to. So you should have started the company, John. <laughs> yeah, I, I ain't that smart. You know that. <laughs> uh, join the crowd. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good answer. Hey, this is important. I, my wife and I just came back from Denver. We were just getting on I eighty. We stopped at the Little America, which is Sinclair Gas. Right. And right as we were walking in, there's a big sign that says. Due to the ongoing supply chain issues, the top-tier additives are not in our gas. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, interesting. No. Yeah, so before you go, if you're a top-tier guy, you yeah. might want to pick something else besides Sinclair. The other question, I'm wondering if the other top-tiers are seeing the same issue. I don't know. That's a good, First, I've heard of it, John. Great point. I don't know. Right. Because if I, you know, I got, uh, we were coming back from Denver and I topped off at the Costco in Thornton, 279, by the way, which is always a good price. That's not bad. Um, Take that. <laughs> yeah. And 
but if it's not top tier, there are a few places up here that are 10, 15 cents a gallon cheaper. Well, and what I would tell you there is that, you you know, if you had to go top tier, you could, but you're going to be using more BG products, i.e. the Supercharge or 44K more often. So, right. but, you, you know, if you had to, could you do that? Absolutely. Yes, you could. Yeah. So how often then do you recommend the, uh, the 44K? Depends on the engine. Depends on what you're driving. In your, you know, in your oh, truck, my- in your Hemi, you know, a couple times a year is about all you need to do. If you've got a direct injection engine, every oil change. Yeah, so my uh, 11 with the 4.7, same thing. Yeah, same thing, yes. Yeah, okay. But in, in between, if I'm not using top gear, try to use the supercharger. Like yes, I would, for sure, yes. something. Yep. Because I use it, if I'm driving to work five days, I'm using a tank a week. I don't know if I need to do it that often. Do well, I, I mean, if this, it, it doesn't, if you're... When it comes to not using the top-tier fuel, keep in mind that, you know, the, the more you're using, the more those carbon deposits have a chance to build up. So it's all relative. So if you're, you know, I would probably be doing supercharge every other tank if you don't have ability okay. to get top-tier fuel. All right. Sounds good, John. Have a good weekend. You too, man. Appreciate the phone call. Let's get caught up on brakes. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. We'll be right back. Most oil changes are the same. Old oil out, new filter, new oil in. It's a routine, a chore on the to-do list. What if your oil change wasn't the same as the rest? What if it was life-changing? BG. A BG oil change can change your life because it comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system, which means a lifetime of peace of mind for you. Find a shop near you at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. BG. No one likes to be that person. You know the one, stuck on the side of the road, busted tire, making everyone slow down to get around them. With Legacy Automotive's new tire sales, you don't have to be that person, ever. Here in our Colorado climate, you might be closer to needing new tires than you think. A bad set of tires can be dangerous and even life-threatening. Tires should be regularly examined for cracks, bulges and blisters, and other signs of wear and tear on your vehicle. The skilled team at Legacy Automotive in Boulder will be able to examine your current set of tires, let you know what they recommend based on what they find, and help you get on the road. Legacy Automotive is a Napa Gold Certified Auto Care Shop and employs ASC Certified Technicians. So don't be that guy. And make an appointment at Legacy Automotive today at 303-396-0555 or visit them online at LegacyAutomotive.com. Legacy Automotive, locally grown auto repair. Hunting down that hard-to-find part for an out-of-the-ordinary car can be quite a time-consuming chore. Unless, of course, you just go around the corner to your local Napa Auto Parts store, where we have over 310,000 parts, all of them made to fit and perform just like the original. Yeah, there are people who say it's the journey and not the destination, but those people have never tried to find an alternator for an 82 Fiat on a Saturday. Go to NapaOnline.com for the location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. Arvada West Auto and Truck has been serving all of Western Arvada, Golden, and Wheat Ridge for more than 40 years, and they're proud to keep their customers' vehicles on the road. After starting out as a small gas station, they moved into their current building in 2004 at 11752 West 64th Avenue. Arvada West is a Napa Gold Shop, a designation only a few in the nation receive. And after 40 years of service, Arvada West Auto and Truck achieved the Napa Auto Care Shop of the Year, for the Rocky Mountain Division of Napa. 
They'd be thrilled to welcome you to their family. Stop by or call Arvada West Auto and Truck, 11752 West 64th Avenue, just west of Sims, or call them at 303-422-1065. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. I appreciate it very much. Myself, Steve Horvath from Gino's Auto Service over in Littleton, Larry Unger. And lines are open. Give us a call. We've got about an hour left is all of the programs. If you have a specific question for us, please let us know. Maybe something happened during the cold weather we just had. Going to be cold again tomorrow. Speaking of, there was an article out this past week on Fox 31. You can get a puffing citation... If you remote start your vehicle and leave it idling more than five minutes. Really? Nobody knew that. I did not know that, by the way. So it's been a cold, snowy week in Colorado. Seems like a good idea to start your car, let it heat up while you go inside. And by the way, the engine doesn't need that, but you do. (laughs) It's It's more for you and I than it is for the vehicle and the engine itself. The problem is that's actually illegal. Leaving your car unattended while it's running is considered puffing. And makes you very vulnerable to getting your vehicle stolen. The Denver PD says vehicles with a remote start are exempt from this. However, there is an exception. If your vehicle has been idling for longer than five minutes, whether on public or private property, it can be subject to a citation. The law, of course, was created to protect Colorado's air from the harmful emissions, quote-unquote, not my words, theirs, not to protect from creating potential theft scenarios. So... You cannot leave your vehicle running, idling, even with a remote start, longer than five minutes. So, I'm just in a lot of averages. If you have a remote start, you have a car that's 2015 or 14 and newer, most of them, and those don't pollute near as bad. No. So, I'm not sure that that's... This is dumb. Yeah, that's dumb. It's really dumb. Randy and Lyman, you're next. Go ahead, sir. Hey, was that me you called, Randy? Yeah, it's you, Randy. Go ahead, sir. You're up. Okay, yeah, I didn't catch my name. No, you're fine. Go ahead. Uh... That guy got me got me going with the oil. Car uh, calls for five. The Jeep calls for the five thirty. We're in a seasonal state, so I'm going to use my five thirty full synthetic. By the way, uh, name brand to me is like candy bar cigarettes, Aveline, Valvoline, Pennzoil, Amsoil, whatever you want to call it. But some people at auto parts stores seem to think they're smarter than they really are. He told me I was using the wrong oil. Uh, brand or weight or what? He just told me you're not even using the right oil. We got into a little, a little bickering, so I think he was more meant to say that's not what I would use, but he didn't say it that way. He said it's the wrong oil. Nah. Well, we all know synthetic is better, so I think I didn't agree Yeah, in fact, there. you know, our, our, our oil, you know, the guy from Zinjin just, you know, really stated that, that, you know, they can tell in a sample whether or not it's synthetic or it's regular you know, uh, you know, regular organic-based oil, I guess you could say it that way. But what he did right. say, and I know this also, they can't tell you what brand it is. No way. Yeah. Well, I was saying, if, if we all know synthetic's better, that's a gimme. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm using the proper weight, which is 5, 5W30, and I'm doing that because we're here. Uh, and it was Castro. It doesn't matter to me if it's no, Castro. No, doesn't matter. Whatever, it doesn't matter. No. Uh, I remember you mentioning, you know, that I could run that Rotella, and I've seen that in a 1540. You can in your uh, straight six, in your four-liter engine, yes. In fact, I would prefer, if it were me, that's what I would be running in that engine because of the right. added zinc. Now, the only the only time I did change, and I went to a 10th, 
uh, I think it was a 1030 or 1040, but that was back when I lived in Florida because you wake oh. up at 78. Right. The day's over, it's 98. So, yeah, you want to take loopy oil there. But since we're in a seasonal state, I'm going to use the 530. But if it's 530, it's synthetic. Forget the name brand. I'm not using their own oil. I might. There's no something. I mean, it's not motorcraft. It's well, well in, in, in your case, because I know you have more than one vehicle, which engine are we talking about? The, the straight six. Yeah, the straight six. I would still be running right. the 1540 weight oil on that all year long. Even We don't get cold enough here to worry about it, Randy. And that engine's loose enough. Yeah. You'd never have any issues anyways. Trust me. Yeah, I keep the tires up good and everything. Yeah, and you're the, fine. You know, the plugs and all that. But uh, I, I, you know, I just took it as I think he, he said it the wrong way. Or maybe I took it the wrong way. But, but you, you wouldn't mind going up. Are we, you talking going up on the, the, the early number or the late number? Well, the, you, you know, typically when it comes to diesel weight oils, I realize that they now make diesel oil in all the different weights because of the different diesel engines that are out there, you know, 1030, right. 1040, 1540, and so on. Mine's not a diesel, by the way. No, it's not, but you, you're going to run that, that diesel, you know, type oil, if you would, in yours, and the 1540 weight for your engine is fine. Right. Uh, so if, if, uh, if I were to make a choice here without going Rotella, would I go 10? Or what I just called. I'd still stay. I'd still stay fifteen forty. A, it's cheaper. B, there's Mm -hmm. plenty of it around. You could use everything from, you know, Rotella to Dello to Mobile to you you name it. Whatever you want to run doesn't matter. And how old is his Jeep? Oh, it's a Uh, four liter. So okay, okay. Nine nine. So we're still talking twenty two years. Yeah. Okay. I've been running Castro since mid eighties, and almost everything I've had. And you know, for it to be on the road, you got to be doing something right. And I assume oil is like. Right up there at the top of the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, but either way, I could I could continue on, or I can go that Rotella even. Huh? Oh yeah. Is it is, was that a synthetic that Rotella? They make it either. They make it with. They make it as a synthetic or not. Depends on how you want to buy it. Yeah, exactly. Definitely get the, the synthetic, but. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. I didn't know there was a certain oil that I had to use. No, and it, 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 again, given that that's a four-liter, you know, engine inline six, those were. You know, pretty loose to begin with, so you'll have no issues. They're pretty bulletproof, yeah, too. Yeah, <laughs> they're a good engine. With that. They're You're very fine. good. Oh, they are. They yeah. are. Okay. All right. Have a great day, guys. All right, Randy. Thank you very much. Uh, I got a couple of comments in, too, on the puffing uh, law. And isn't it interesting that in some automatic remote starts, they yes. run past the five minutes? In fact, most of them will run anywhere from eight to ten and then automatically shut off. So where in the world... You know, Denver came up with this five-minute rule is beyond me. Most of them are automatically. And by the way, everybody listening, unless a police officer is parked out front or you got a Karen that's going to report you, how would they ever know? Yeah, he'd have to sit there and time it. Somebody's gonna, yeah, who's going to do that? He'd have to be sitting there. And, and, you know, or she, I mean. Honestly, if that's all they got to do. Yeah, there's, find, bigger, there's bigger crimes. Go find something else, <laughs> would you please? Yeah, there's, please, there's bigger I mean, crimes. Yeah. I don't see anybody getting a citation over a remote start running longer than five minutes because they'd had to have been there the entire five minutes to have known that. And, again, unless you've got some Karen nearby, I don't think I'd worry too much about it. Um, but that is, just so you know, that is the law. And I don't know about that in other cities around town, but that's the law in uh, the great uh, city of Denver. Uh, I don't know what it's again. I don't know what it's like elsewhere, but that is the law. Uh, actually, it's a Colorado law. It's not just a city law. So I did. Sorry, I'm, I read further down. Wow, that is a Colorado law, and people caught puffing could receive says could receive a fine of sixty bucks. Okay. 
I got nothing. <laughs> Honestly, I got nothing. I mean, if that's all we have to worry about yeah. is whose engine is idling even while everything is locked. And, you know, I, I guess I can kind of understand the if it's unlocked and it's idling, uh, you know, somebody could hop in and drive off, and those have been known to, to happen, although I also know that the police do little to nothing to find that vehicle, so who cares? You're the one that's at loss, not them. So I still don't understand that law, by the way. If you, if you go outside and you're in a high-crime area and you're dumb enough to leave it running and somebody walks off with it, you know, drives off with it, why, why do you deserve a ticket for that? You're already going to be out from them driving off with it. I, I get it. The police don't want to be running around trying to find stolen vehicles, but they don't anyways. Well, you know, you know the other thing is the, the crimes that precipitate from that. I guess. Yeah, so they're using it for a bank robbery or something, and that's kind of where they're going. I that. guess that's but what I understand that. But that I they're preventing that a crime by that. But. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. If, if you leave it running longer than five, even on a remote start, they can give you a ticket. So, all right. We've got another full hour coming your way. Questions for us, either text us or, or call us direct, 303-477-5600. Or you can send us a text message, 307-282-22. Don't forget, you can go to the website as well. Send us a message that way, drive-radio.com or drive-radio.com. We'll be right back. Hour three is next, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments, download previous programs, and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.